We live in this social media based world now where we only are going to show our highlights and I think we all, we live behind masks and we create masks based on the things we acquire, um, the things we achieve, the things that are said about us. We let these things stick to our faces so much so that we start wearing it. We then become a bit fearful to take it off and actually say, do you know what, it was a shit week, a shit day, a shit month or a shit year. That's Tris Taylor and this is episode 279 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. And each week we hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world to help inspire you to make a positive change in your life. And those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while will know that every year I do an end of year kind of roundup episode. What's the biggest learnings that I've made this year? Um, share some of the stuff that's been highly impactful for me and always get someone to join me for the conversation. So this year I've asked my good friend Trist to join me for the conversation because not only is he a massively inspirational dude, he's creating so many amazing things in the world with some of the pages that he runs on Instagram, his own podcast, the content that he creates, but the way he's also living his life. And this year has been his biggest learning year to date from what he told me. And we've had many conversations off mic, we've spoken about a bunch of stuff that's happened and I thought he's probably the perfect person to talk about what's been the biggest lessons that you've learned this year. So we get into this episode, we talk a lot about the journey that we've both been on in the year, things that have shifted for us. And one of the things that we really dive into in this episode is about who is the self that you're developing? Because Tris says that this is something we spoke about and it had a massive impact on his life and the way that he was viewing himself and the way he was showing up in, in his life. So the aim of this podcast is to inspire. So if you like what you hear in this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love today. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Trist. Welcome, Trist. Um, welcome to the podcast, man. We, we haven't done it this way around before, have we? Where you've been, you've been a guest on mine. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Nah, man. I've, do you know what? It's so funny because I've wanted to, I've wanted to make this happen for a while. Then obviously I know, and we'll probably get into this in a bit, that you took a bit of a break from like socials and stuff this year. Um, yeah. And then we had an amazing conversation on your podcast recently, and um, I was thinking about like I always do an end of year episode to talk about like what have I learned this year, what's been the biggest learnings, and I always get someone to join me because I think it just the conversations always flows a lot better like that. And I was thinking yeah. about it this time, I was like, who's, who could I ask? And I was like, oh, wait, Trist would be a great person for this year, man, because I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. To put it, to put it lightly, right? So, um, yeah. yeah, man, let, let's just, let's just dive in. Like you said it yourself, right? It's been, it's been a crazy year, man. So what, what's, what's gone down for you, for you to say that? Um, to be honest, it's, it's, it's been a life-changing year, man. Like, like the, the other day I got, um, I thought I said it to you on the phone, like, I got really emotional. After I filmed the Wiley episode, like, I was driving home and I was just like, yo, man, like, I am actually living my dream. And I honestly started the year living hell. <laughs> like, honestly. Um, so I think just just going through such a, a 360 um, has just been crazy. So, like, obviously, like, it's no, um, it's no secret I've put it out there all over the content on other platforms as well that I went through a lot of financial distress, a lot of mental distress. Um, I, I've relocated to Dubai. So a lot happened at once. Lockdown, closed my business in the UK, um, then went through loads of L's, had a few legal issues, just a lot of, it, you know, they say it comes in threes, it came in tens <laughs> for me. Um, and yeah, I think 
I mean, going back to like the beginning of the year, and it's ironic, I mean, perfect timing, obviously, at the end of the year, like this time last year, I didn't really know what I was doing with my life to put it bluntly, like I didn't, I, I felt very lost um, and people probably follow me would be like you, but yeah, me, <laughs> I felt very lost in regards to like direction. I was waking up with not, like every day was just whatever, like whatever we're doing today, like where's the wind taking me? There wasn't like a, a direction or purpose. Um, and as I was coming to the end of the year, for the last two years, to be honest, I haven't had good New Year's Eves and, and had it, I haven't reflected on good really. And I think as the year's gone on, um, then I got a bit ill, my health got affected. And then it got to the stage somewhere around maybe my birthday, like May, when me and you started reconnecting again, where I, I just literally, no pun intended, started cutting the crap um, <laughs> and just started getting rid of a lot of things I was attached to and just peeling back and then rebuilding but in my own pace, not the pace of the world. Um, I'm out of the London hustle and bustle that I came up in and I'm just a lot more at peace. And one of the main things that I'm really grateful for that I'm at now, I mean, I know we'll go back through um, based on how you want to structure the conversation, but one of the main things I'm really happy I'm at now is I am living my purpose every single day. Like I wake up every day and I talk to about 10 people a day. Um, which is what I've always wished my job would be. Um, I've worked out a way to turn this into a business. So it's now, I don't have to have one foot in content and one foot in other ventures. Um, and yeah, man, I just feel a lot happier. I'm so grateful. Like you might even get me emotional on this episode, man, to be honest, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just really, really grateful um, just for everything, all the lessons, all the losses, I'm so happy it all fell down and fell apart and came crumbling down. I'm so happy it happened. Mm, mate, and do you know what? There, there's something really beautiful in being grateful for all of that, you know? There, there's there's like a, we've spoken about this before, right? But there's like a peace in that, right? There's yeah. a peace in being grateful with everything that's happened despite it being, you know, on paper really bad or, or whatever. And um, you said before about, you know, people who follow you online will think like, what, you you were going through a hard time? Like you, like, yeah. why why do you think that is? Like, because I think this is something we see a lot in society, right? Like we, we see people online and we think like, oh, this guy or this girl, they're killing it. Like, look at them. And then we find out that behind the scenes, that's not what their life looks like at all. So like, what, where's the, where's the, the correlation of those two things for you? Like people seeing you online and thinking like, oh yeah, like Trist, he's this, he's that. And then the back end of it was more like, it doesn't, it doesn't look like that. The picture doesn't match at all. Yeah. Um, as in, as in, where does that start from? Do you mean? Just want to make sure that I understand that. Or like, what, ha like, why do you think that was happening? Like, why do you think that people oh, okay. outside of um, your world would look at you and be like, oh, he looks like he's killing it. He's super successful. But then yeah. behind the scenes, like you said, you were waking up every day and it was just like, you know, you didn't I, I say think... the word, but like miserable in a way. Yeah, I think that comes from, I mean, obviously we live in this social media based world now where we only are going to show our highlights. And I think we all, large majority of us, um, we live behind masks. Like I've spoken it quite a lot and we create masks based on the things we acquire, um, the things we achieve, the things that are said about us. We let these things stick to our faces so much so 
that we start wearing it. Um, and then I think we then become a bit fearful to take it off and actually say, do you know what, it was a shit week, a shit day, a shit month or a shit year. Um, and I think where it was with me is, don't get me wrong, like my success um, that's been documented over the years has 95% of the time been very much accurate. And that has been, however it's been perceived, I can't control, but I, I, I have done very well in business and very well in sales and very well building up brand. I got to a point where I think what I did with Rap City, which was obviously my customizing company, is I associated myself, I, wa I wanted to give game and help people and impact online so much that I felt to do that, I had to have, and I've never actually said this, I think I felt to do that, I had to have a business, which is a really important thing for people to understand. I felt for me to just speak, I had to have a business. Um, and because I never really put much out about my sales job and my sales career, um, and my sales company and the sales training I did for years, I never spoken it much. I felt like it had to be something that people would connect with. So I felt like the rap, rap city was it. So I built a massive part of my persona based on the business. And then what I think happened is everyone just, uh, well, what I thought in my head was everyone was associating me with this business and the success of this business. So when it fell apart and wasn't successful anymore financially, and then I wasn't in a successful place mentally. I didn't know how to speak on that. So to answer your question, why do I think that happened? Because I think, I think we live in a world where we're just, everyone's wearing a mask. So we're scared to be the first to take it off. So I mm. think everyone bought into um, and buys into everyone else's mask. And I was aware of that. And I was just scared to say, look, this year was rough because for the last decade, it had only been the only way it was up since I was 20 to about 28. Every year got better and better and better and better. And then when I hit 27, 28, it, I went down. Um, and, I, and, I, and to be honest with you, bro, I didn't actually, I wasn't used to that. I, I, like, I said to someone recently, and, it, and it's not in an egotistic way, like if we're talking about finances, I had got desensitized to being at rock bottom. Like, I, mm. I forgot what that was like, which I think is, yeah, I mean, on one, hand, on one hand, it's what we all strive for. But on the other hand, it's a bit scary because you can lose sense of a certain level of reality. And I think I did. I think I just literally just got so soaked into life being how it was um, that, I, that I just got attached to it. And, and don't get me wrong, we all pray and work hard to make sure that we do get soaked into living financially free. But we also should always have a sense of, understanding that this is currently a, a potential bubble and look god willing it never pops but it can and if you're open to the fact it can and you don't glue yourself to the fact it can't when it happens if it happens you can deal with it a lot better i wasn't ready for that so when it happened i didn't know how to deal with it mm, yeah and and i like what you said about um the, the business sort of became your persona, it became your identity. You know, it was like, that, that's who I am, that's what I'm known for. So when that business is no longer there, then Trist no longer is yeah. there, if that makes sense, right? And I've seen this in my own life, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I felt like I wasn't, like I felt like my voice was invalid because mm. I'm telling you about mindset and how to think to be successful, but my business isn't successful. And, my, and then after that, other things weren't successful. So I felt like I'm not allowed to talk anymore, mute me, which comes from a really toxic environment that I was ra not raised in um, home-wise, but in regards to my career, like I learned a lot about success and business from within an environment, which is a sales environment. And in that environment, we were raised on principles that now I look back, some of them were amazing, but some of them were really toxic. And we saw it as like, if you ain't making money, shut up and get to work. Like really toxic ways of thinking. Like if that person hasn't got money or, or they're not successful, why are you listening to them? What can they teach you? Which is really toxic, really mm. toxic. Um, so it's taken some, you always, you always make me, you always, you always push me to new layers of, of my own thoughts because I haven't actually thought about this, but it, it, it took a lot of undoing. I think in the last three years, maybe the, since the since lockdown, the beginning of 2020, the year before I moved to Dubai, I've spent a lot of time because the world started undoing, didn't we? Really, we all mm. we all got to a point where we was like, oh my god, what I thought life was maybe isn't what life is, and I got to that point, and I had to just spend a lot of time undoing, and I think that's what I've spent undoing, 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 and realizing this is not a good way of thinking, and get rid of this and get rid of that. Mm. And I think that that's one of the things that I love about the the journey I've been on in the last like two years, let's say it's probably more than that, to be fair, but particularly the last two years where I've, I've been in, I've been investing in myself heavily through coaching, through looking in the direction of the work that I do and going on retreats. And like, I, I mean, if I told you how much money I'd invested in, in all of that stuff this year, man, it's like tens of thousands, man. It's, it's not, it's not a light amount of money. Right. But what I've, what, what I'm really experiencing through it all is like, it's, it's subtractive work. Like, it's like what you're saying, it's an undoing, you know, it's not like, Hey, like we need to, we need to give more layers to you. We need to add more, you know, things for you to do or like mind hacks or like tricks or like, techniques it's like no let's yeah. strip back all of the beliefs all of the ideologies all of the concepts and yeah. let's 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 get a bit more basic right is is yeah. in a nutshell and what i've seen through that is it's really allowed me to grow and it's no it's no coincidence man like for me in the last year i was just i was looking at this the other day because always like december i kind of like start to well Normally November, because that's when my birthday is, I, I start to reflect on the previous 12 months. And yeah. um, th this year, I've 5X my income on last year. Sick. And it's no coincidence, man. Like, and I'm not saying that to, to sound like egoistical, right? Because I'm not, I, I like to think I'm not really like that. Sometimes yeah. maybe, but not generally not, right? But it's, yeah. it's, it's because I'm seeing that the work I've been doing has been so impactful in all areas of my life. You know, you could even say in some ways, I 5X my relationships as well. It's not just a financial thing, you know, that's a good yeah, one, isn't it? <laughs> it's not just yeah, a financial yeah. thing. It's like I'm I'm stripping back all of these unhelpful beliefs and ideas that I've held about myself and about the world. And I'm, I'm yeah. approaching it from a lot more, uh, a solid foundation, you know, like a, a, yeah. a, a solid foundation, which isn't as, there isn't as much like weight to, you know the the identity of alex 
you know like yeah. i've started to yeah. I started to put my name in quotation marks when i write posts and emails and stuff and it's purposeful man because it's like i'm reminding myself that the, the idea and the story of alex and who i believe alex to be it's a made up it's a construct yeah. that i've created it doesn't it doesn't yeah. none of it has to be true i can choose to undo it all and i can create a new i can create myself as a different type of podcaster if i wanted to right i could create myself as a different type of human if i wanted to you know i can create myself in a different career if i wanted to and it's like reminding myself of of that that i guess temporary nature of stuff and it's it's a really fun game to play man because it's like you're stripping back to basics and and then you're creating from there rather than creating from the story like what you were saying up you know you were creating from the story of Trist is this successful entrepreneur. And when when the success on paper wasn't happening, that yeah. that story started to unravel, right? Whereas when you're creating from there is there the story isn't me. I create the story. It that you're coming from more solid grounding, in my opinion. And I think that's like been one of the most powerful things for me this year. And I've seen it yeah. in, you know, results across my life. The irony, the irony is, is that and like, as you're talking and you said about the successful entrepreneur, is that I actually feel the most successful I've ever felt right now. Honestly, like in the sense of everything, man. Because it's, and, 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 and the people might watch this and think like, I'm not even on no woo-woo vibes like you said. Yeah? I'm not even on no woo-woo vibes in the sense of only spiritually, like, the business is building as well. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, like everything is because I'm finally and and I wrote out I wrote out some notes for a carousel I'm going to do next week, which you inspired when you said you was going to do this conversation. I thought let me do a little carousel of things I've learned. And um, one of the things I wrote out on there, or that I've learned in 2022, is the bag, as they say, can actually be right next to your purpose. Like, there's this misconception that, yeah, but I've got to do this to fund that. Or, yeah, but I've got to do this first to do that. And I think that comes from a lack of patience because most people want everything now. So as soon as it has a ticket on it of a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, because as much as I say, look, I've jumped into the consultancy space and it's taken off, I also can't be ignorant to realise that I have actually been building this indirectly for five six years i just didn't know i was i was just being myself i didn't know like whereas most people getting into like the coaching consultancy space now if they're getting from starting from scratch they may have to like nurture their audience and build up etc whereas for me i had already done all of that and one thing i will say like that i look back in this year and i've realized is that so this is something I've, 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 I've tried to explain to a few of my one-to-ones and even in my, in my community and in-house with the members is that I spent 20, let's say I jumped on the internet properly, like maybe 24, 25 when we started Grow Daily. And I spent from there to 31 where I am now trying to figure out the whole time, and a lot of people don't know this, how I can become full-time in the social media space. And when I say social media, I just mean in regards to impact content. That's just the tool we use. I don't mean like social media specifically, but mm. whether it's workshops or grow daily or books or just building a career around just being Tris, helping 
giving game, giving gems, and showing how to do everything I feel that I've mastered doing, i.e. building business, building brands, and sales. And I've been trying to figure it out for years. And I know so many people who, whether it's music, and they're torn between music and the roads, or music and this business or this hustle, because these things cost money. And, and what I've come to realize is that jump is very scary. And I don't want to make it sound easy because someone will sit and think, yeah, but you've been building up in the background, because I have. But until you make room for a better blessing, you won't get it. Like, people have a goal of, I just want to be this, so I'm doing a little bit of that whilst doing this. It will never really connect because you haven't left room in your life for this blessing to unravel. So, and also you have a certain way of looking at life, so you won't see the opportunity. So for example, um, in 2020, some of my friends was like, bro, because I started doing the Grow Daily Lives, there was like, people was messaging me for like help or consultancy. And my friends were like, you should charge, bro. And I was like, can't charge, bro. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because my bread and butter was always from my businesses. I never really cared about making money from social media. And it got to a point where, I looked at my audience and then I said, I think to, for me to get to the level to be able to monetize anything I put out there, I'd have to just keep building, keep building. And then I don't know, one day I'll be able to do, I don't know, like I'll do an event. So me and Alfie was talking about doing an event and things like that. But the reason that was my outlook is because my mind was elsewhere. So when I was having that conversation, yeah, I'm in the conversation for the moment, but in 10 minutes, I'm back trying to work out the numbers and the maths mm. for this business and this venture. I didn't give myself enough time to expose myself to what I wanted to do and achieve. So I want to summarize that for anyone in any position with any industry. Give yourself enough time and exposure to where you want to get to. Mm. Because this one foot in, one foot out mentality, I'm not saying it never works because... There's artists that have gone on to do well, but have they? When they went on to do well, most of them were ten toes down. They, they, they had, yeah, they might have spent six months doing whatever to get their money up, but then they spent another year in the studio, which is why we are now massive fans of them. You have to be consistent and focused on where your goal is. And I wasn't, because I was always distracted by the bag. So, I, so even in sales, as much as I love sales, I love teaching sales more than selling. I, mm. I love helping other people to sell more than selling. And I always wanted to, to get into that space. And now, like, I'm so blessed, bro. Like I say, you might get an emotion out of me here, where it's like, in January, I'm rolling out a sales academy for three months. I've got one-to-one -one clients now, like, that I'm so happy to bring on board like projects that like I could only dream of working on like I'm going to help you build this brand and I actually really know how to build this brand and this is an amazing concept so let me show mm. you and then I've got a community of people that are just like really engaged and this has all happened in the space of like two months three months bro mm. that so yeah man I think I think a lot of it is because I'm, I was clouded and there was a lot of noise and I was so spread out, so thin. Even when me and you was jumping on lives, I come off the live and I've got a whole nother life, bro. Like my life does not, 
look like it does on that live. Like I've got so many other things to deal with. I've got this problem happening, that problem happening. I've got like three businesses. I've got like three sets of team, like 20 people to, or maybe 10 to 15 people to pay on a monthly basis. It's just too much. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it, it, there's, there's a, a, a lesson of um, that I've learned in my business, which is like, and in just in life in general, it's not always business related, right? But it's like slow down to speed up. Yeah, man. and and yes. I'll give you a, I'll give you a funny story, right? About this, it's a little bit of a side note, but it's a funny story, right? So yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can see, I got this cut on my forehead just above my eyebrow. Little Harry Potter scar. Yeah, a little <laughs> Harry Potter scar. Well, ho- hopefully not, man. I'm gonna do my best to make sure it doesn't scar up too bad. But anyway, so yesterday i was recording a podcast episode with um with with sachin my flatmate we're, we're starting a new podcast which will be out in january and um we were tight on schedule so we, we were going to start at 12 and we wanted to be finished by like half one latest because you know we wanted to have lunch and then we had stuff going on yeah. at three o'clock anyway we're setting up the equipment and um we we got to a point where the cameras were set up lights were set up set up the microphones we had the little clip on microphones I'm like, right, let me test the audio. So I've got him to put the, the microphone on. Let me let me test the audio. Microphone's not working. So I'm like, oh, right, let me try it. So I'm, I'm fiddling about like five, 10 minutes trying to get this microphone to work. It's not working. So we're now we're now 10 minutes behind, right? So I thought, right, let me let me pack this in. Let me let me take these little clip-on microphones out of the frame and let me set up th- this microphone that I'm, I'm using right now and the other one that we've got. And I'll get my yeah. mic stands out and we set them up. So I've come into my room. I'm, 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 I'm detaching this microphone from this, this arm that it's on. Right. And because I'm trying to rush and trying to get it done quickly, I forgot that when you take this microphone off of this microphone arm, the microphone is so heavy, it's weighing the microphone arm down. So the second you take it off, the microphone arm flings up in the air, like bare quick. So I'm, I'm looking over the thing, right. And you can imagine what's happened. I'm looking over the thing, unscrewing the microphone. Next thing I know, the arms flipped up and smashed me in the head. And I'm like, oh shit, that really hurt. (laughs) So now I've got the microphone and I'm like about to walk out my room. And I thought, let me just check the mirror because it'd be funny if it's just cracked my head open. I've looked in the mirror and I've got this single drop of blood just dripping down my forehead onto my nose. So I'm like, oh crap. So now I've had to go into the bathroom. I've had to put the microphone down, go into the bathroom, dab up my head, clean up the cut, antiseptic wipe it, dry it off, plaster it up. So now it's another 10 minutes behind, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I'm going back into the into the living room, like setting everything up and I'm rushing. I've like knocking stuff over. I've had to clean that up. And then eventually we got set with the, with the recording, right? And it was an amazing recording. However, if I had approached that in a slower manner, if I wasn't rushing so much, right? If I'd taken the microphone off, if I was considered if I was, if I was uh, doing it in a methodical way, I would have remembered that the arm's going to flip up. So let me hold on to it. And I would have saved 10, 15, maybe even 20 minutes of time. So we would have been far more on track with our timings had I been slow and methodical than trying to speed through. Because when I'm speeding through, is normally when I mess stuff up. I drop things, you know, mistakes happen, blah, blah, blah. And th- this is where the slow down to speed up thing comes in. Because when yeah. you when you slow down and you're and you're really being present, it gives you the space to do things in a more efficient manner. So, like you were saying, with, within your business, right? 
you weren't seeing the opportunities of the consultancy and and you know even if you want to call it coaching work that you could have been doing because you were too busy like no but I need to I need to rush to the result and I need to like get the this business going and that business going and I've done the same in my business when I've rushed results and I've tried to you know oh, I need I need the clients to work with me approach like it, I mess up that stuff goes wrong like I'm not as effective as I can be as a coach whereas when I slow well, that, down that rushing, that rushing concept can ruin your life yeah like, honestly that, like that rushing concept has made me make so many dumb decisions. Like every decision I've made in my life that I that I think is silly, yeah. And notice I was gonna say regret, but I don't regret. But I think it's silly was because I was just thinking hastily. Mm. Like, and that that story you just told is literally a life metaphor of like you could have saved so much time if you didn't rush. So now when I get on my, my one-to-ones, or even when I talk to the in-houses, like, and they ask me advice and stuff. I always say that to like, like the last two weeks, I've been saying to a lot of people, and it's so funny because as a, as human, we don't realize we're saying it. So I get, I'll get someone on a call, and I'll be like, yeah. So basically, want to do this, da, 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 but yeah, like it's just, I'm, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. That, that's that's what we say. That's the phrase a lot of us say. I'm not sure. When most of us are sure, but we either, number one, want it quicker, or number two, mm. we want multiple things at one time. But it all boils down to one word, which is impatience. All of it is impatient. We're such an impatient society, this world. Like, I don't, it's scary to realise it now. Because I've slowed down, I'm realising, like, fucking hell, like, everyone is moving so fast. So I jump on these one-to-one, and sometimes they're, they're my age, they're younger, and I'm like, I always get to a point, because I don't like to tell, I like to make people think for themselves. So I, so I say to them, why is that? And then they'll be like, why is what? Say, for example, they've said, oh, I'm just frustrated or da 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 And I'll be like, why? And they'll be like, oh, because it's just, it's just, it's just, I just don't think, I'm just not sure. And oh, like, um, and and the thing is, I think if I do that first, then I could do that. And, and the common factor I always get them to say for themselves is, but why is that? Because, okay, but why is that? Because I just, it's just, because you want it now. That's why. Mm. Like, that is why. Because you want it right now. And because you want it now, all of your other actions, got they falling in line with wanting it now. And it's so mad because growing up, like like I said, in, in the sales industry, we're, we're trained to want it now. Like, we're getting it now. Like, let's go get it now. Like, what, like, what are we waiting for? Like, come, let's go, let's go, let's go. Which is good to some extent because it means that you're not a procrastinator but i can't even say that with my whole heart because sometimes procrastination is not actually bad that's Mm. another condition that we've been trained to think procrastination is laziness no laziness and procrastination are actually two total different things like Mm. laziness is the concept of you wanting something but not being bothered to work for it and procrastination is you delaying when you start it. They're, they're actually totally different when you break it down. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and procrastination can sometimes be, can, can save lives, bro. Like, like, I mean, not to like make it a street thing, but I, I know many people that have been in situations where because they procrastinated, they didn't end up in a situation or wasn't in that place at that time. Or I know people in business that because they procrastinated, they ended up, when it did happen, like prime example, 
I procrastinated for a long time getting Wiley on my podcast. Like, we've been speaking about it for two years. Me and you have been, prior to you coming on mine, was speaking about it for years. Thank God I procrastinated because the time that it happened was the perfect time. Yeah. So I think where we have to cut the crap is procrastination is not always a bad thing, to be honest. And I think it's just more about this whole concept of now, now, now. Everything has its own time and everything should be put in place for a certain time. My business mm. partner always says it to me. I think of content. I'm like, come, let's get this designed. And she says, if you actually jot all this down on a notepad, and this is a gem for entrepreneurs, and have a content calendar and get the stuff done, you could, I've got content I filmed a month ago. The old me was like, bruh, man, I filmed that a month ago. I ain't posting that now. I should have posted that a month ago. Now I'm like, I can post it next year. Like, it's mm. still a gem. Like, and if anything, I'm now building towards a, an overall purpose that now because this is my full-time career, that just just load up, like just have it in the in the in the in the artillery. Like you know, you haven't got to fire everything up right now, right now, right now. So yeah, man, I just think I think we live in this society of just rush, 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 rush. And I'm so happy I broke out of that way of thinking now, man. Mm, yeah, for sure. Where where do you stand on commitment? In what sense? Like b- being being committed to things like what and and, and i give you an example right is for me a lot of people know what they want right not not maybe not specifics right but a lot of people know a life that they want to live or a business that they want to uh create or an idea that they want to take action on right and most people are looking for more information on how to do it right how do I live yeah. more authentically? How do I create this business? How do I start my own podcast? How do I da 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 right? Insert thing here. Yeah. But for me, there isn't there isn't a gap in information because you can go on Google, you can Google anything, right? Like I had this this microphone issue that I, I was telling you about earlier, right? I went on Google straight after that. Okay, how do I get this microphone to work with this piece of equipment? I found the answer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's never really a, a gap in information but the the gap that i see and i've seen in my own life is the gap in commitment to actually being the person who creates the thing that i say that i want 100 do you get what i mean 100 a million percent my my views on commitment is commitment is and i'm glad you said that is one of the most overlooked traits if we're going back, let's let's get generic now for what, especially for my audience, it's always about success. Okay, cool. Let's talk about success. One of the main keys is to be committed. Mm. Because for me, what I get when I, when I hear the word commitment is being willing to withstand whatever storm comes, remaining focused on your target. So I said something the other day in-house. I said, for me, when I look at hiring people, I, look, I don't just look at what they tell me they can do or what they've done, all that stuff. I, I consider it, it's great. But I also want to know, a main key factor I like to know about people is how much pain can you withhold? <laughs> because that tells me a lot about you as a person. I just know, what, well, if I know what you've been through and what kind of pain you can deal with, I know a lot about you straight away as a person. Because I can know if you're a committed person or not, if you'll quit, if you change your mind a lot. 
if you're focused, if you're driven, if you're resilient, if you're loads of things, if you say you're going to do something and won't do it, I, I can tell a lot. So for me, commitment has been the key to my success because, and, I, and I, I'm going to go further, something you just said as well about the person you need to become. I spoke about that ironically in-house two days ago, that we focus so much on what we want to achieve, but we always miss who we need to become. And we attach our goals to what we get, but we never attach it to who we become to do it. So like the other day on social media, I posted about um, sending my mum to university, which was a, mm. a really proud goal of mine. Um, and, she, and she went to study nutrition and she's gone on to be a nutritionist, which of course anyone would be proud of. But the, there was two main benefits from that goal. Number one, her benefit, but number two, who I became in the process. For me, the reason I set that goal was yes, because it meant a lot to me, but I wanted to become a certain person. So in that aspect, and I, and I know it's a bit controversial about the type of person we're creating, but I still feel like setting goals that are attached to becoming a certain type of person, everyone overlooks. So for example, you want a new car, you want a new house, you want to be a millionaire, you want this, you want that. You're... But what do the people that have that, what are they like? Mm. You want to be a coach. But, and, and it's weird because I had a one-to-one yesterday with someone who wants to be a coach. And, and this is a really a good little story for you. So she wants to be a coach and very much like your lane as well. Like, like she, she, your name came up. Um, but she originally jumped on the call to, to enroll in my sales academy, yeah? Because she's contemplating going into real estate. So I said, okay, so which one do you want to do? <laughs> And she said, she's just very, like, she was very honest. She was like, I'm very unsure. And I said, well, firstly, one of the keys to being a good coach, and ironically enough, the keys to being good in sales is being in a state of certainty. Yeah. Because you have to influence other human beings. So if you're unsure, God forbid your client sees that in you because they're coming to you for a bit of certainty. And because of that, she wants to be a coach or a salesperson, she's not sure, but, but hasn't looked at what those people must have as character. Because we just look at surface. Alex is a coach, I want to be like that. Trish does brand therapy, I want to be like that. He lives in Dubai, I want to live there. He's got that car, I want that. But we never mm. look at what type of person are they and what have they committed, what type of person have they committed to becoming to acquire or to achieve these things. Yeah. So to answer your question in a summary is commitment to me is paramount to anything you want to pursue and achieve at. And I also think people should take a lot more of an in-depth look at what they want to do and who the person has become to do that. Very yeah. important. Yeah, that that becoming is is important. And so I always sum it up as like, let, let's let's say this is just an example, right? Someone comes to me and they're like, hey, Alex, I want to run a marathon in three and a half hours. Okay, cool. I want to get a clear picture of what does your life currently look like, right? Who if are you? Like, yeah, yeah, who, yeah, are, who you? are you? Like, I, oh, yeah. do you know what? At the minute, I don't really train that often. I, I go out and do drugs and drink on the weekend. Uh, I, I eat a lot of junk food. I sit at my desk all day. Uh, I maybe, you know, go for a run once a week. Okay, so... If you, if you stayed like that, how likely is it that you're going to run a marathon in three and a half hours? 
unless you're Superman or Batman or or someone like that, it's highly unlikely, right? Unless you get the the Captain America serum, like it's going to be very unlikely, right? So if we look at someone who's who who does run a marathon in three and a half hours, who are they being in their life, right? They're being committed and they're being disciplined, right? Yeah. So through that commitment and that discipline, what are they then doing? They're training three, four times a week. They're they're l- looking at what they're eating. They're drinking plenty of water. They're doing their stretching. They're probably not sat down all day. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're getting plenty of movement, plenty of exercise, plenty of nutrition in their life, right? All of those things are going to enable them to run a marathon in three and a half hours. So if we if we just look at that aspect of how they're living their life, and like you said, who they're being in their life, what we need to do is bridge the gap between where you currently are to where you would need to, who you would need to be in order to create the goal that you want. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't see. They want the shortcut from this is where I'm at and this is where I want to get to. But if you look at who would you need to become? They just want the steps. They just want, like, like you said, how to. So like, for example, if you go on Google and look how to build a good podcast, it's mm. not going to talk about the person you become. If you look or go on Google and talk about how to become healthy, how to become sales, nothing is going to, this is why sometimes I have rants about clickbait and and short form content because you can learn a bit from these things, but you, it's impossible. And I know, like in the coach, me personally, I've I've decided that going into coaching, I'm not gonna sell like that. Like I'm not gonna tell you in ninety days. I'm just I'm just not. I'm a bit. I don't like a lot of that stuff. And the reason I don't is because one thing I can't tell you in thirty or sixty or ninety seconds is about the person you're gonna become. So mm. when you enroll at Mark Sales Academy. I will teach you all of the skills to sell, 100%. But one of the main things I will teach you is who you have to become to make 100, 200, 300K. Because it wasn't that I just made this because of what I did. I made it because of who I became. Mm. And I think that's one of the most important factors. Yeah, bro. Tell them. (laughs) It's one of the most important factors. Like, It was not about what you do. It's always about who you become in everything. And I just Mm. wish people would understand that more. And I, and I think people in our position, it's our responsibility to talk about it more because we sit and have interviews with successful people and we very rarely look at, like a lot of interviews, bro, a lot of podcasts are, so, um, so you done that, how did that feel? How did it go? What was the process? Mm. But we never hone in on, let me ask you a question. When you made a million in a year or whatever it was, what type of person did you have to become? What habits did you have to change? No one says this, man. I never mm. see episodes like that. Very rarely. I know you do, and I do, but it's not common. Do you know what I mean? It's not common. So I think we've got to shift that culture, man. Like we've got to make it more focused on who the people are, which is why I say study success, like the brain of them. Don't just look at the fact that Diddy just signed the deal with Revolt. Like, what go and watch the interview and work out what he said he was going through how did he deal with it what was his habits at the time how does he look what, what's his habits now like what's his habits what does he do day to day like not just what he acquired do you know what i mean mm. yeah it's but like question for you with your thoughts on like what is this self you're developing yeah where does that exist with who you're becoming Oh, good question, man. So 
so so this this is it right so when when we and i've tried to move away from the phrase self-development because what what a lot of self-development is pointing us at is develop the self that you've created right so what are the mindset hacks what are the the habits you need to implement you know what are the steps you need to take what are the processes to follow but first of all, for me, it's important to understand who is the self. When, when I say me or I or Alex or, you know, myself, who is the I, the me that I'm referring to? Let's start there because let's understand that. And if I can understand that when I refer to, to, to me or, or myself, I'm referring to an idea that I have of myself. I'm referring to thoughts that I have about myself. So if I can see that, I can see that this idea that I have about myself is entirely made up. It's entirely made up. Okay, and we're gonna, this is where we're really gonna get into it. But then <laughs> if that's the case, when you say about becoming a certain person, how do you become a certain person without having a thought of who you are? Yeah, but th but this is it, right? It's not about separating that. It's it's an understanding. If I can understand that who I think I am is just made up, right? Then all of these stories and these ideas that I have about myself, they don't seem so fixed in reality. You know, so th there's four words that will fix your reality: is, am, uh, was, and are. I am uh lazy that was difficult uh they were not you know help helpful for me um i can't remember the fourth one off the top of my head now it was too quick for me to go through it they they fix your reality if i say tristan is uh difficult i'm fixing you in my mind as someone who is difficult it looks like that is a certainty it's an absolute fact that Tristan is difficult, but that's not necessarily the reality, right? I've fixed that in reality. It's the same about the stories we tell ourselves. I am not good enough. You know, I am unable to be successful, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We, we fix these ideas in our reality with, with certain, and it's not just a language trick, right? But it's, it's, we're pointing at like, if the words are the tip of the iceberg, who we're being below that is is the body of the iceberg, right? And it's who we're being is what's using those words to fix the reality. So when we see that that reality isn't so fixed, I I don't have to be uh, not good enough. I don't have to be not able to be successful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I am not confident. It doesn't have to be true. And then we can start to see that we can create a different way of being. So, so what it's you about say, in some yeah. ways, it's about detaching from ideas and knowing it's changeable. Yes, that's it. It's, it's entirely interchangeable, right? It's like the, seeing, another way of putting it is seeing through the illusion of who you, who you think you are. Because those things that you think you are, I am not good enough, I am not confident, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, aren't necessarily truth. They're, they're, in but fact, they're not, they're not truth. With... Say, for example, getting into coaching, you're becoming a certain type of person, right? So 
is that not accurate who you think you're becoming yes and no so yes because if I, again let's use the marathon example right if i want to run a marathon in three and a half hours who do i need to become i need to become disciplined i need to become committed and i need to be yeah. focused right that that's yeah. who i need to become my actions from that will dictate if i'm being disciplined and committed and focused I will be training more often. I'll be eating healthily, et cetera, et cetera. Stuff we sleep in eight hours a day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So when we look at who do you need to become to, to have and create the things that you want, let's start with who you need to be. We can look at the steps. Yeah, we can look at... We okay, can Google, we so, so your thing is, it's okay to become, but first you need to know where you started, as in exactly. who you are. Okay, so and what your thing is, I can't lie, I think this is the first time I've really grasped it. So what your thing is, is that everyone's focusing on changing, adding, minusing, but we don't even know what we are right now and when we started that process. So we get into like, I'm going to become, I'm going to this, I'm going to change this, but who are you now first? Yeah, well, there's another way of putting it, right? And and one of... uh... Uh, one of my mentors, a guy called Steve Hardison, he's known as the ultimate coach, right? <laughs> he calls it putting frosting on dog shit. So he's like, a lot yeah. of self-development work is putting frosting on, on do- dog shit, right? The dog polishing shit is... Inside, yeah, say, yeah, polishing a turd, right? Yeah. Like, And polishing a turd is basically um, but. <laughs> buying into the stories that you have about yourself i am not good enough i am not confident i am this i am that i am the other and building your persona your 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 in inverted commas new persona on top of these these beliefs which aren't even true by the way you've made them up that's polishing the turd yeah whereas the real work is we want to clear the shit away we want to clear out the turd we want to we want to get rid of the idea and help you see and help you understand that I am not confident. I am not good enough. Yeah. I am not this. I am not this. Aren't true. So your question of who is this self you're um, developing, and I think I finally really got it now, is that's fine to develop, but who first? Who yeah. is it you're developing? Is that exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, it's yeah, and yeah. it's it's seeing that the self is is entirely made up. And it's always going to be made up. We're never just going to be like, you know, infinite potential, right? We're never going to experience life just as like, you know, this this spiritual being who has no, no identity. We're always going to have stories and ideas about ourselves. But it's it's understanding, firstly, what those stories and ideas are, but also understanding that they're made up. Yeah. Because when you see that they're made up, then they become more um more malleable right they become more te- yeah. they, they seem more temporary they become more interchangeable like you said and that's what yeah. it is so when we point out who do you need to become it's okay what's what's the what's the the crap that's in the way let's yeah. clear that out Let, let's see crap. through that yeah let's cut the crap literally <laughs> let's cut the crap and then let's create from there once we've got rid of the crap then we then we're free to create we're not we're not polishing the turd anymore yeah. We're, cr- we're creating something new and that, and that that's yeah, the basis yeah. of it that's it no I can't lie I've always I understood it but now I really understand it yeah so and, I, I, yeah. 
someone else as well. Yeah, no, look, and, I, and I'll give a more tangible example, right? Because it always sounds great in, <laughs> in theory, yeah. right? So I'll give you a more tangible example. So when I started coaching, I had all of these ideas of who I was and how I wanted to be as a coach and how I should coach people. And I need to do it this way. And I need to be like that. And I need to help people with this and blah, 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 right? All of these stories. So every time I enter the conversation with someone, I was bringing all of these stories to the tables, to the table, right? To the conversation. So yeah. yes, I was present in the conversation, but I was listening to someone through all of these stories, right? Whereas when I started to see like, okay, if I want to be, you know, quote unquote, a successful coach, who do I need to become, right? The answer was, I need to be someone who's, who's present. I need to be someone who's open. I need to be someone who's curious about people. And I need to be someone who's willing to help people regardless of whether they pay me or not. Mm. That's the foundation. I can't do that if I'm coming into the conversation with a bunch of ideas of like, I can help you with this yeah. and I can do that. And here's my five-step yeah. plan. And here's the, da, 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 because I'm, I'm bringing that's, that's too it. much of me to the conversation. I'm not, yeah. bring, I'm not bringing open space. You see it's what I mean? It's kind of like relationships as well, isn't it? It's like coming into a relationship with an idea of what should, could, would, has to, rather than openly, freely connecting, like, and just connecting freely and, and I think that's the best type of relationships, to be honest, when you get rid of would, should, could, and mm. just honestly engage. And then, I mean, look, for anyone watching this, yeah, it is always going to be easier said than done because our brain's job is to create, which I like. I love when you say that as well, Alec. Um, and it is always going to be easy to slip into having misconceptions of how things should be. And I should right now come off this call and unplug my phone and the car should work. And this mm -hmm. should, it's all loads of shoulds, isn't it? Um, I think Brian Tracy used to say, you should all over yourself. Like it's just yeah. loads of should, should, should. So it's gonna always happen, but I think it's important to understand that, God forbid, but the car might not work. I might not get there, the, the phone might not. Like, and if you are more free spirited, I, I think, and I, I, yeah, I would say of my experience, you become happier because guess what? If the car doesn't work, you're not pissed off now, frustrated now, angry now, da -da -da now, because you never came into that with an idea of what should. And mm. I think if people can master that, I think everyone will be happier. We'll be living in a happier place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I, I'm just, uh, we've only got a little bit of time left. And I want, I want to finish. Yeah. Well, maybe not finish on this question, but I want to ask this question at least, right? You, you alluded to it before, right? Who have you become this year? Do you know what? When you clip this, I want you to get the clip of when you asked me that in my convo, because what I said I was compared to now, I'm so grateful to say is so different. Who I've become this year is... The first word that comes to mind is pure, honest, open, much more of a lover, more caring, more considerate. Um, I have to give my, my, my little sister an amazing soul, like one of the most beautiful people inside out that you'll ever meet. And she, she said something to me that stayed with me forever. And she said, 
try and make it that your contact with people is always a positive one. Mm. Now, obviously, don't get me wrong. People will say what they want to say, whether you are an amazing person or not. And, and that's another thing that I would say I've also become this year as well, in the sense of I've become detached from what people think, good or bad. But I've become a lot more caring, considerate, thoughtful, um, and just purer. Like, I, 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 don't, I feel pure inside. Like, and there's nothing, I don't feel like I'm hiding parts of me anymore. And honestly, if there's anyone out there that feels like that, like, work on that, man. Because I think for a long time, I had a lot that I was hiding and was just silencing. And I'm, I'm not saying we have to show everything to the world because we don't. I think that's another misconception. We don't. Mm. You can work on things in silence, but I just mean, even in the real world, when I say hiding, it doesn't mean from the internet. I mean, in the real world, just we all have, I think they say you have three faces. Uh, I think someone said this to me years ago. You have three faces, the one outside and the one at home. I forgot the breakdown, but it's really, mm. it's, it's an impactful concept. So who I've become is just those things, man. A lot more considerate, caring and caring towards humanity, bro. Like caring for you, caring for the shopkeeper caring for the taxi driver like just be a nicer person like be more like that matters way more mm. because that's the shit people remember and it's not to say I was a horrible person because I definitely wasn't but I just think I, I didn't have that everything I've just said was always on my list but it wasn't in that order mm-hmm. you'd asked me years before I would have said go get up focused driven <laughs> do you know what I mean like which I still am which I still am but I just think it's so much more important to be pure caring lover considerate so yeah, yeah. what about you bro oh mate great question I think oh, I'm trying not to steal all of the words that you just said because they could also <laughs> apply but but I think definitely like more open um, more curious more, definitely more loving towards people, hundred percent. Um, more committed with with, and again, like I think people get get frightened by the word commitment, but it's not a scary word, man. It's like I used to be like, oh, like you know, oh, you have to be committed to create your like and all of that, right? But it's not it's not about that. It's like we're we're all already masters of commitment, right? Like I, I can pretty much guarantee that anyone watching this or listening to this brush their teeth this morning or brush their teeth last night, right? And they do it twice a day. That that's a commitment, you know. You're True. committed to brushing your teeth, but and it's not like a, I need to go yeah. brush my teeth <gasps> and all of that, yeah. right? Yeah. It it's like it's just you're just committed to it, so you do it. It's it's effortless, right? So when I say I've been more committed, there's an effortlessness to my commitments, commitment to my health, commitment to my relationship, commitment to my business, commitment to myself um commitment to a lot of things and and i've really seen that is the is the thing that's really changed for me and then the other thing is i've become more um <laughs> this is gonna sound funny when i say this. I've, I've become less of myself less of the yeah. self who i thought i was Do you see what i mean yeah. and yeah. I've, I've just oh, and i've man. just i've i've it's like goes back to what we were saying at the beginning i've un i've undone the story yeah and i've just and and i've let go of a lot of stuff i don't need to know why certain things happened i don't need to know why 
certain situations occurred. I don't need to know why certain people reacted this certain way. Let go of all that because the why doesn't really matter. And the why just perpetuates the story. One thing I want to add to that, and and this is a big lesson I learned this year, is don't be affected whether it's a compliment or an insult. Because what most people do is they say, don't, um, doesn't matter what people think of you, but they only apply it to the negative. Mm. Don't try and apply that now, but when people are bigging you up, you're embracing it. No, 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 no. Whether now I'm at a point where, don't get me wrong, I'll, of course I'll repost testimonials and good things people are saying of me. Of course, I'm building a brand and there's a concept behind that, of course. However, if someone says, Trish, you're amazing, bro, your podcast done this, that, the other, love, bro, appreciate it, but I still, I, I carry on. I'm detached from it. And it's not mm. because I don't care. I do care. It makes me feel warm that you said that, but I can't let your compliment own who I am. That's not going to fuel who I am. I am who I am anyway. I know it was a good podcast. I know it was a good episode, but thank you for telling me. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. if you think it was a terrible episode, thank you as well, but I know it was good. And, yeah. and I think it's, it's important because this year I went through a lot of, uh, it's probably the first year where I heard a lot of things about myself which weren't accurate. And I've never really had that, to be honest. It was quite strange, to be honest, if anything. It was actually a bit strange. I've never, I've always heard very good things about myself for many years, which is probably where the mask was created. So all of a sudden, where I, when I heard a bit of negative, I'm like, <gasps> me? <laughs> like, no, they said that. And, and, I, and I became so affected by it, bro, it rattled me. And, and let me not speak like I'm completely past that because something I can come off this call and hear something and be like, you said what? But generally, I mean, after a few minutes, I say a thing. And I think that only comes because I'm now living my own truth. So it's like the Eminem thing, isn't it? I went on CEO cast, I spoke my own truth. Now you can't say nothing about me. No, 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 no. I'm living my life. Leave me alone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I'm just joking about the no, 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 but you get the point. It's like you, you free yourself from opinions up or down. That, yeah. I want to say, is one of the biggest things for me this year. I love that, man. And I think another way of putting it is like, not not to make uh, any of the things that people say about you mean anything about you. Yes. Because yes. And something that's been really helpful for me is like, pe- people are just uh, viewing you or me or whoever through their own perception. So it's it, it, it more often than not, and it's not always the case, but more often than not, it says more about their perception rather than it says something about you. So when we uh, then take on board someone else's perception and make that mean something about us, good or bad, like you said, that's when we start to to fall 100%. down. You know? Um, so I think that's an important thing is like, take it on. Like, yeah, cool. All right, think constructive criticism. Thank you for the lovely comment, but I'm not going to make it mean anything about me. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live my truth. I'm gonna be, be authentic to myself. Um, I'm gonna live as pure as I can. That's it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, man. But look, dude, uh, I appreciate you for for taking the time out today Always to to join me. Um, great, a- great way to end the year for the podcast uh, with with a beautiful conversation. Um, do you, do you want to shout out before we sign out where people can find you online and find more about what you're up to? Yeah, man. So um, as I said, um, if you do need help with building a business, building a brand, 
Um, if you want to take it to another level, should I say, because not just everyone wants help with building the business, building the brand. Um, I'm on Tris Taylor on pretty much every social. Um, and also, uh, as I said, I'm launching a sales masterclass in January, um, which is going to be very intense and really more than just, hey, come and learn sales. You, a lot of the stuff we spoke about in here today is also within that because to be good on the level that I reached at sales, you had to have a lot of self-awareness. So if you're interested in that, Tris Taylor, YouTube, Tris Taylor, Twitter, everything, Tris Taylor, Tris Taylor, Tris so there we have it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I would love to know what's the one learning you got from this episode. To let me know, just hit me up on Instagram. I am Alex Manzi. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from hearing this episode, share the link or a screenshot with them. because It's important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages or episodes like this. I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change. And you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. I want to do a big shout out to Michaela Atsu for editing and producing the episode and to Hobgoblin for providing the sick music that you hear. And as always, I want to thank you for listening, and I will see you in 2023 for the next episode.